This episode of A Beacon of Hope is proudly brought to you by Campfire Studios. Campfire Studios is an impact-led organisation amplifying the voices of Māori and Pacifica communities via podcasting and video content. To find out more, visit campfirestudios.co.nz. Okay, we're uh, okay. Okay, we're recording, testing. I'm here with uh, my second eldest, who has uh, the skills of a ukulele. Say hello. Hey. <laughs> okay, give me a few bars. Thank you. And the uh, goal here is to record the theme music for a Beacon of Hope podcast. So two, three. A Beacon of Hope is a weekly podcast that shines a light on the human spirit and explores the power of hope in our lives. Join me, Will Fleming, as I talk to people from all walks of life about where they find hope and how they use it to navigate life's challenges. Be good. Be safe. Be happy. Hey friends, excuse the uh, sound in the background of my dishwasher. <laughs> yep, this is a professional podcast. Just quickly, in this episode of the podcast, my friend Paul Rangiwahia will be joining us. He's a well-being advocate who uses art to break down the stigma around mental health. Paul advises and collaborates with companies, government agencies and schools throughout Aotearoa, New Zealand to empower and inspire people to get better mental health. Okay, so here we go. Thank you for joining me, Paul. Enjoy this episode, everybody. Paul, just want to thank you for joining us on this podcast. Actually, want to thank you for joining me on everything I've ever asked you to do. You always say yes. My three questions for you, just to get the audience to know you a bit better. What is something that you are most proud of in your life? Oh, certainly um, my uh, my family, uh, my, my children, um, and, uh, um, you know, the importance uh, of that uh, relationship, you know, I have with my wife. You know, if, you, if I look now at success at, at my age, just uh, rolled over 50, um, you know, success is those strong relationships. And um, I think most people would agree with that when they have hindsight, um, the ability to look, look backwards. So that's what I'm most proud of is uh, that relationship and the other strong ones that I've developed in that time. Beautiful, brother. What is something that you believe in really strongly? I'm a mass, massive believer and uh, I'm an advocate um, for, you know, having people um, at, at, at their ultimate sort of wellness, you know, whatever that may look like for their circumstances, because we, when people are, are well, um, life is just better, you know, and uh, when we are not only surviving, but we're, we're thriving, yeah, that's what uh, the world needs is to see our potential. I love that. And what's one big challenge you've faced and I guess how has it shaped you? My, my biggest um, challenge is really uh, overcoming myself. Um, yeah, there was a really loud uh, inner critic, um, um, irrational part of my mind that I would hear more often than not, you know, I wasn't good enough, um, you know, I, I'd, I'd never get to fulfill my potential. And I think just to, uh, you know, um, overcome that and, and understand how, how that, that voice works, you know, and not, not give it too much airtime. It's always going to be there as it is. It's always going to be with all of us. 
but uh, but to uh, overcome that um, has been uh, uh, a massive because uh, when I was able to do that, you know, my career, my uh, real potential just took off. I love that. Very human answers to three questions generated by AI. Because I asked it to search history for the three questions to get to know someone. Because I struggle with that. I'm a I'm a waffler, and I try not to in these podcasts, yeah, especially this same, one. Same. So it's like, how do we get to know you? Um, it's beautiful, bro, to talk to you today, and for you to get introduced to everyone. I mean, there's much more, but I guess we've congregated around this idea today and this beacon that I sent out to you to sit here and try and articulate what is hope. And it's something that I think we don't really think about. We hope it's there. And I think part of your art is is something that we're going to find the answer. Do you have you thought about it, bro? Like what is hope even? Not 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 for me personally. I've never really uh, focused on, on hope, though it's a, a very important part of uh, of humanity as a, a part of our lives and it's a it's a um a beautiful place to be, but it's also a scary place to be, you know, and uh, it can really be confronting. So um, I, I think I live that, you know, um, but I've never really focused uh, deeply on it. For, for me, I, I think um, your, your hope increases, your, your hope is magnified when you start to uh, find yourself or you start to believe in something, or you start to connect with something um, positive, or you start to make that step towards a, a better you, you know, to, to use um, regret as a motivator and not as an excuse, and all those type of things. So in my own sort of um, life, you know, I, I found that um, hope was uh, far more um, a- available, you know, when I um, felt that I was in a good place within my head and, and my heart and, and my, my instinct. Mm, any thoughts on you know if things aren't going so well because that's when you that's when I hope hope emerges is when the chips are down and I've tried to do some reading about this you know why is it that some people can pull through and others it crumbles down around them and over them and honestly I don't know I think I'm just really lucky personally to have have seen hope play out many, 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 many times through the people I were I was around, through the things I was exposed to. But I, I, I don't know, man. Like it sounds like you want it to be there when it's your worst days. Do you think it is? I mean, yeah. I mean, you talked a little bit about kind of turning that regret into something, and I think it's worth digging into. I, I think you know, hope is is always there, even though it's, it might only be a. Um, a, a tiny little bit but it's um it's sort of that um that light isn't it that we you know see now in, in our darkness and um and we hope for that that, that bit of time or that bit of moment and you know it's just difficult when often you know you're um you're not in a great place and you've got that irrational thinking you know going on that conversation that's rolling over in your head it's i think it's it's easy to uh you know to, to think there is no no hope you know and i think it's that yeah, when you look at things like um, like gratitude, you know, if you practice those things, for example, you know, it, it provides you with that great uh, perspective. You know, I think when you are, um, you know, looking for hope, looking for that um, sense of freedom or whatever it is that, that you're after, I, I think a, a great catalyst to that is to, you know, start being grateful, you know, and to, to, to break open the clouds with the bright lights that are the things that, they, that you have, you know. And... Um, and, and then often we, we focus on what we haven't got as opposed to what we have got, you know, and I, and I 
I, I like that sort of that aspect of thinking. Well, um, I'm always hopeful. I'm hopeful, you know, that uh, my career will, will keep um, growing. I'm hopeful that my, my family will keep thorough. Thr- uh, um, what's that word? Thriving. Um, thriving. Yeah. Thrush. Uh, uh, Flourishing. Flourishing. But that was a th. <laughs> on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really, uh, you know, hope that you know the kids and everyone in my family will, will flourish. But. Um, yeah, it's, what do you think? What do you, you know, when you look at hope, what do you? I mean, I think there's something beautifully inbuilt with how our structures are with family. You know, like I have some tension around the idea of the individual and the collective, and actually, I think they have to work together. You know, that's why I like catching up with you because I feel like I've never really asked you this, but you got to take a certain amount of control in your own destiny, and that's really yeah. confronting. And I hope. You know, that's why I really hope that's worthy goal. I tell you what's not hopeful is being pulled into a meeting and saying that you're not meeting KPIs. That's yeah. the most hopeless thing ever because it's yeah. like, you know, they don't even believe in them. Mm. What the hell are we serving? And yeah. then I'm like, well, the world's asking for more evidence and data, and I guess I just better, you know, serve the, the idea of we work. But why? And so when I talk to yourself and others, it's like what feels hopeful is that, oh, I think what you're saying is you got to focus on small things to have gratitude about, but it seems too simple. But if you add that up over time, plus a bit of luck, plus the sun will rise, maybe that's a bit of hope. And, and, and I think, you know, like just hearing you, um, you know, you, you talk about it, I think in terms of that control is, um, you know, are, are we better to control our own hope, you know? And and it's often challenged when you come out of the meeting and someone said, oh, you're not good enough, you're not understanding, you're useless, you're this, you're that. You know, it, it's it's very normal to feel hopeless in that, that moment, isn't it? You're like, what's the point? Mm. And um, and that's what I love about the, the, the way you seek out uh, people like myself. You've spoken to, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people um, over the course of thousands of, you know, with a, with a microphone and recorded yeah. and, <laughs> and it's that that really that balance that you know you're always seeking hope. You're trying to control your own narrative, and I think sometimes we get let people tell us what a narrative should be, but we need to seize it, you know, and take control of it. Yes, we have to exist within certain frameworks, but outside of those frameworks, you know, we can um, challenge things, and we can you know take control of things and, and find that you know uh, better place where, where hope is. Uh, you know, the the tap, the tap is on. How did you seize it, Paul? Do you can you give an example of like, you know, maybe there's two versions of us. There's the one society prepared us to be, and then there's this one that we wish to be. And I don't know which is the right one because we're the crunch is on at the moment, and you get that feeling online and in the real world. We've got these weather events. We've got, you know, the world tracking us. We've got AI writing questions, you know, and it's like, wow, it feels like the pressure's on. But what, when you said you seize it. Is there a moment you seized control? I, 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 absolutely, it was. Um, it was only because the uh, you know universe um, you know made it happen. If, if I had carried on you know on the same um, journey, you know, would have kept getting the same results. So, um, what was the big moment for me when I I gained hope was uh, I um, I I lost control of what you know what I didn't enjoy, you know, what I wasn't enjoying in my life. And so that was gone and taken away from me, thankfully. And so the next moment, you know, I had to take control of was, you know, um, what was my, my next step in my career? And um, and from from that moment on, when I, I had, I knew a couple of things. One is that I was really content with what I had. 
Um, B was that I was surrounded by really good people that loved and supported me, you know, so I had that strong community, that network, you know, that, that love. I felt valued and safe. Um, and uh, I um, gave my permission just to be myself and um, to trust, to trust, you know, the trust, the, all the things that I'd felt and suppressed for such a long time to come out, you know. And, and, and that's when I realised that, you know, hope is, is something that you can uh, make as massive as, as, as you want, you know. And so I, I've, I've seen very quickly in my own experience that my ability to, to instil hope in, in lots and lots and lots of people um, here in New Zealand and globally um, grows very, you know, starts to happen very quickly. And that's so exciting um, for, for me, you know. So, yeah. That's beautiful. Um and I guess, you know, I've been playing around with that idea that, you know, I'd like to think, well, I'm hopeful <laughs> that there's a spark in each, each, each of us. And I don't really mean that from a religious context. I mean that maybe life's gift would be everyone's blessed with something and that it's kind of up to society to help you find that. Some people are savants and, you know, they can see pictures in their mind and then produce that, you know. Others do different things. Some people love accounting, you know. It's like we're all blessed in different areas. And I'd like to think that hope can also be built when you find that spark and it's lit in you. And I wonder, Paul, if you can talk to, like, you know, what is it that gave you that spark? How did you listen to that voice? How did you trust in it? Because most people will still say, you know, get the nine to five, pay the mortgage and the rest will take care of itself. But I don't, I believe in that, but not all the way. That's that's right. And so it, it, and there's no one way um, to, to achieve that goal, you know. We have to – we've got our own sort of um, um, capacity in terms of risk, haven't we? So um, I, I just think it, it's not ignoring the, those feelings and not uh, ignoring those conversations and not ignoring those dreams. Yes, that we're not going to let the box right off or, the, you know, the lid right open, but we're going to let them out, you know, as often as we can. If we carry on doing that and we follow those things that feel right – then, you know, we'll make progress towards, you know, hopefully the point where we can take that next step, you know. And, and, I, and I think sometimes we um, do ourselves a disservice is that we're not patient enough and I don't think we start to build that pattern of success. You know, it's like, okay, here's what hope looks like for me. I hope for the, this, this life, you know, I hope for this whatever it may be. Um, and, and that's my vision. Well, how do I just start, you know, and what's some things that I can do to, to move to, towards that, you know? So instead of making it, you know, uh, feeling hopeless because it's so big, you know, why don't we try to break the hope, the hope down a little bit into chunks? Beautiful. Paul, what are you hopeful about? Do you, I mean, and maybe I'll ask you too after that, like you mentioned gratitude and, you know, I'm really conscious that we talk about these words like everyone knows what they mean and sometimes I don't really know what being you know, grateful means? Is it, do I have to be grateful and like, you know, have these massive ideas or can it be grateful just like, you know, I woke up and (laughs) there's still a roof over the head. Is that, you know, how does that play out for you? Yeah. I, I, I reckon with, with hope, um, like I hope that out of, you know, every lesson that we learn, we, we, we improve and we, we try to do better, um, for each other, for the earth, you know, uh, and, you know, you think of the, the floods that have just happened and the uh, the people that are shut off, you know, the people that, you know, um, are living uh, in these horrendous situations at the moment. 
I hope uh, that uh, we start to, as a as a nation and, and as the world, get back to being communities, looking after each other, you know, connecting with with each other um, in a in a in a deeper way, you know, instead of this this disconnected fashion. Because the reality is of is that you know if, if we have these um, significant weather events, we have um, these disruptions, that we're able to you know uh, look after each other, you know, and keep a, an eye on each other. Because one of the biggest you know risks that is really affecting the, the world is disconnection and loneliness and things like that, anxiety and, and depression. So I really hope that we can say, hey, you know, we need to just change the, the, the way we do things. You know, get back to you know building strong communities, strong groups, cells different you know just energy and uh yeah when you say energy you know i was thinking we've said hope probably like 50 times and i'm like man you know i'll say it a different way i sometimes wonder the microphones when i interview people what do they hold do they hold an essence of somebody yes there's probably some particles on there but you know maybe it's not the soul but there's an energy and and how do you think about that stuff because it gets real metaphysical for me and i don't know where to go with it but it kind of feels like I hope there's something like that. It would be kind of stink to think that it's, um, you know, sun goes up, sun goes down. We're random matters in the universe of stardust that, you know, I, I think life could do a bit better. If we really were that, then why would we, you know, have these weird dialogue in our head? Why would we dream up music? You know, it has to be something more, but it might not be thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, look, you know me. I um, I concur, agree with everything you said. It's, it's something I'm really interested in. This, you know, is energy, um, and uh, I just I just hope that 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 energy is is something that that is positive. You know, I I believe you know, none of us are too too small and insignificant to make a difference in our life. You know, we have a choice every day we wake up how we're going to use that energy. You know, that all we could hope for. What a great thing. And I, and I think, you know, if you were to walk around any any town or or, um, or street, you know, you saw the neon sign above everyone's head, I think most people, you know, most people would, would want other people to, to feel happy, to feel good, you know. And, um, and, and so hope, I think, can really um, be something that is available in more abundance to, 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 to people if we get better at just, you know, sharing what's going on in here, you know, working on that, that, that wellness piece because um, you know, I would feel a lot um, less hopeless you know if uh, um, there was a you know a sense of purpose in my life you know so how do we connect people with, with those things and that's what I, 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 that's what I like about these discussions is that it, it helps to drive that you know um, how do we how do we understand hope and how do we make it accessible to ourselves and how do we make it accessible to other people because in my, my work, you know, if you come to a good idea and you share it with someone and it works for them, then that skill is transferable, you know. So you and I, in, in a sense, right now, our energy, we're trying to transfer some hope, you know, to other, other people. That, and they go, hey, you know, I don't agree with everything, but I agree with that, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I hope that um, that's why I call it the beacon. You know, I like the idea that you can send something out. And, I mean, ironically, in New Zealand at the moment, it's the beacon of the radio station that's allowing information. Now, all our technology failed us. There's yeah. no texting. There's no <clears throat> Wi-Fi. It's like put a battery in an old school beacon and they're sending out that, you know, and, and all, you know, it's ir- irony in some ways because we've put everything into this technology and it's let us down. And, 
And maybe because we leaned on it too much, where I guess what we're saying is, <laughs> you said it at the start, you're proud to have made a relationship with your wife work for a long period of time. That's awesome. You know, yeah. I'm proud of the same thing too. You know, uh, it's I'm so proud that I'm quite laxed about the Valentine's Day and I forgot to get flowers and I'm like, you got to sort your stuff out, man. It only works if you keep that, you know, cultivate it. But, you know, I guess that's a whole other podcast. Um. Paul, just you mentioned, uh, you know, I guess workshops you do. Could we call those things that you've um, the tools of hope? You know, things you can enact when moments come that hope that make us a little bit less hopeful. Is there just a brief description of um, kind of tools, things you do, structures in your life that just help you keep, you know, North Star facing? Yeah, I, I think for me, and I think for everyone, you know. Um, we tend to, to reach an outcome, you know, so if you're a builder and you follow a plan, you know, you're probably going to, get, you're going to build the house, you know. And um, when we follow things, you know, that we've thought about, you know, we've got some experience and we've, um, you know, had some success, we, we follow them to completion normally. And, um, you know, so what I've seen around the country, there's been a lot of awareness, you know, around things like, um, you know, uh, I am hope, you know, those, so all those things, I am hope. It's a good example. The lot of awareness around how, how we feel about ourselves and, and wellness and mental health. And, um, and what, what I realised is not enough action. I, I think as a, as a country, there's been great awareness, um, awesome work, but we need action now. And, um, and, and so for, for me, it's really just following a plan. And I, I found that it really worked for me. So um, I've now developed um, that uh, the resources for other people. So um, uh, on the 1st of April, I, I launched uh, a new company called uh, Well I Am, and that is just simply driven um, on, on the back of, of, of a huge growing demand, you know, and, and, a, and a really tiny lack of supply. So in the middle is this massive gap. Well, people just want to follow something, you know. Uh, mine won't resonate with everyone, but it'll resonate with, with people and, and give them some, some help and direction because often we fall um, foul and we lose hope uh, when we, we, we don't know what to do in certain situations. But if, you know, you've got a bit of a deeper understanding about what happens in those situations, you're ready for them, you know, that's a good place to be. And that's what will bring more hope in, in, into people's lives. So um, I'm really um, looking forward to, to watching that, uh, you know, story um, be told. It's awesome. I'm so thankful that whatever energy you know, speaking in the most um, earnest way I can, we keep connecting over the years. It's so cool to know, just find out now, like everyone else, that you're launching this new thing and it's brilliant. And um, I think it's so cool that, that you get to kind of talk about that now because, you know, it's like what an awesome way to just, uh, I don't know, keep moving the ship forward, that we wrap around each other, that there's these tools and that we can kind of interconnect. So my last question is, um, yeah, what are you hopeful about, bro? Because everyone can tell you what's what wheels are falling off and who's saying this and this person over here. But you know, Paul, what are you hopeful about? I'm hopeful uh, with an Aotearoa that, um, that you know, my generation and older will start to really understand um, the importance of, uh, of good mental health and well-being. I, I think our, our sort of age group around that sort of you know. Mid forties to, to sixty sort of sixty five age group holds a big key um, for unlocking the, the problem around uh, problems around mental health and, and wellness. 
we really struggle to, um, you know, just talk about what's going on. And I think if we can be um, more vulnerable, um, that will be a huge, um, will open a huge door. You know, I already think, and I'm very hopeful that, you know, um, younger people, our rangatahi, they're already um, talking about how they feel more often. It's more, it's normalised for them. It's us, I hope, that it's us that talks more because, you know, if, if we can free ourselves, then what happens is we create this incredible environment where it's like, oh, oh you're feeling that too. Oh, oh, that happened to you as well. Oh, good. And you're normal. Oh, great. Okay, so am I. I need to stop thinking that, you know. And, and that's what, what I'm hopeful for and I'm uh, really, you know, excited to be hopefully part of that change. Beautiful. Just for the last 30 seconds, I, this might sound a bit weird, but I try and wrap it up with guests over the years and I'm like, just let them talk. So if you were talking to this audience and you just wanted to introduce yourself and, you know, allow them the opportunity to follow you or to even jump on some, you know, your website or something, what would you say to someone, you know, because let's do it in your voice. If you were talking directly to them. Oh, I, I, I think um, for, for myself and, and, and where I'm at in my own life is that um, I'm keeping it pretty simple. And, um, and I would recommend to, to, to anyone out there is, is to try to keep life, you know, as simple as possible. You know, find you, yourself your own authentic um, plan that you can follow, you know, and, um, and surround your, your, yourself with, uh, with really great people that, that love and, and challenge you, you know. Um, so... You know what those simple things are, and I hope that uh, you'll get to connect with me in the future, you know, to, to help you sort of expand it and open um, your, your thinking, uh, because what I'm really motivated about is for everyone to realise their potential as much as they can. So um, if you Google my name, it's Paul Rangiwa here, I'll pop up somewhere and uh, I look forward to connecting with you uh, sometime in the future. Awesome, man. That's cool. That was cool. Hey, dude, we're going to wrap it up here, but um, because the algorithm told me anything over 20 minutes, people won't listen to. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Minutes. So uh, I just want to thank you for this session and all of the time you've given me. You know, it's, it's, it's an awesome developing friendship that we have, this digital connection. And, and uh, thank you for sharing and increasing that beacon of hope for us today. Two, three, four. Thank you for tuning in to this Frequency of Hope in our podcast today. If you found value from this episode and want to hear more, I would love it if you could follow, subscribe, and rate our show. By doing so, you will increase the frequency of the Beacon of Hope. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other platform, please take a moment to hit the follow or subscribe button and leave a rating and review. I truly appreciate your support and feedback, and it helps us make our podcast even better. Thank you. Be good. Be safe. And be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like that song, doesn't it? Be happy. All right, Mama, we stop there, right? Yeah, okay. okay.